Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 10, 10 9, 9, 8, 7, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1, 1. Let's go! Now it's the Mercedes in the Morning pre-show. Mix 94.1. Good morning and welcome to the pre-show. This half hour just for you guys up early with us. It is Monday, January 9th. Thank you so much for joining us and thank you to everyone who is already up and checking in, you can check in on our text line at 702-364-9400. You can also call us at that same number. Let's see, this morning we have Michelle checking in on the text line. We have Nelsie, Rick, Diane, and Sarah, Rudy, Buckeye, Bob, Sandel, Brian S. Thank you so much. Also checking in this morning on Twitter, at Mercedes in the AM, we have Dorothy listening this morning. We have Amy. We have Dawn. Martin is listening this morning. Uh, looks like Raina is listening. Paula, thank you all for that. Good morning. Good morning. That's a solid lineup for a Monday morning at 530. I like hearing that. Absolutely. People are up, ready to go. And uh, coming off of the weekend, I felt like the weekend just went by so fast. I, I feel like I didn't. Like, I felt like I did a lot, but I felt like I really didn't do a lot. How was your weekend? Yeah, it was kind of a blinking it's over type weekend. Going into it, I knew it was going to be a busy weekend. And in the back of my mind, I was wishing it was more of like a quiet weekend. I just wanted like a weekend to kind of just chill. And it was just, it was the opposite. Now it's all said and done. I'm very, I'm very happy that it was a busy weekend because it was a lot of fun. Friday night, we went to a uh, CES party and just, it was, it was a great time there on Friday night. Saturday, I did some car stuff, um, and then uh, we went to dinner on Saturday night, and that was an awesome dinner. Sunday, I was out at the ranch with the horses doing some stuff, and then caught a little bit of the Cowboys game in the afternoon. So it, it was busy, but it was a nice busy. I'm happy it was a busy weekend. It was a good weekend. Well, good. Yeah, it was uh, It was kind of a, a slow weekend, but um, busy, if that makes any it sense. Does. It <laughs> makes absolute sense. Uh, last, on Friday, we went out to dinner with some friends, had a really nice time. And Saturday all day was uh, volleyball for my mm. daughter. She had a big tournament. And so we had that. By the time she was done, she was, she was just completely uh, done for the day. And so we just <laughs> stayed home on Saturday night. 
night, which was nice. And then same same with Sunday. But um, good weekend and glad to be back with you guys. We have so much happening this morning um, in terms of prizes, in terms of what's going on on the show. But let's uh, talk about this because the announce just happened. And this is very relevant for what is happening next hour on the show. Just announced this morning, major concert announcement. The Grammy Award winning global superstars, the Chicks, announce an exclusive Las Vegas engagement at the Zappos Theater at Planet Hollywood Resort. It's happening in May. Tickets go on sale Friday, but we've got your tickets all week long and your first chance to win those tickets to see the chicks is happening in the six o'clock hour with heads up. played in a long time and they are so I'm reading like their quotes they are just so excited to get things started in Vegas and sounds like they might have a, a big tour coming up and they're they're coming here first but yeah the chicks coming to Las Vegas for uh, an exclusive Las Vegas engagement in May and your tickets are coming up next hour we've got yeah we're loaded with stuff this morning that's a that's a big concert announcement my, my wife I'm sure she's still a fan but I remember when we first started dating she was all in on the chicks that was like one of our first dates she had the chicks playing in the background on a CD player in her car they had a huge following yeah that's gonna be a good one uh eight o'clock hour Tickets to see Kevin Hart. He's going to be at Resorts World. So lots going on this morning. So excited to be here with you. And let's get things started. It is time for the pre-show. You pick them. You guys get to pick the first song of the show. Do you want to hear I Swear by All for One? And I swear by the moon and the stars and the stars, I'll be there. Do you want to hear Jump, Jive, and Well by the Brian Setzer Orchestra? Or do you want to hear Four in the Morning by Gwen Stefani? Those are your choices. Get your votes in now. You can tweet us at Mercedes in the AM. You can vote on our Facebook page, or you can text or call us at 702-364-9400. We're going to count your votes now and reveal the winner next on Mix 94.1. Nick Carter is putting his feelings about his relationship with his late brother Aaron Carter into a song where he sings about their roller coaster relationship. So TMZ says that Nick got to work on the song shortly after Aaron died. This was back in November, and it's a very emotional track. Now, despite their complicated relationship, TMZ says the song expresses Nick's unconditional love for Aaron and his heartbreak over his brother seemingly never finding peace in his life. The song is due out Wednesday, but Nick did put out like a, a teaser on social. It's just the instrumental. There's no vocals, but this is kind of the, the vibe that he's, he's sending out on the new song. Have you heard any? 
anything about this through your dealings with the, with the labels? No, not a single word. No, I have. Maybe this is just like an independent project he has going yeah, on because be. I haven't heard anything about it. So that'll come out on Wednesday. Sure to be an emotional track from Nick Carter. Damar Hamlin, great news, had his breathing tube removed on Friday, and he's speaking. He was live tweeting during Buffalo's win over the New England Patriots on Sunday. The Bills returned the opening kickoff 96 yards for a touchdown. That was the first play for the Bills since Hamlin's collapse a week ago tonight. So the last time, check this out, the Bills returned a kickoff for a touchdown was three years and three months ago. Damar Hamlin wears the number three. And then didn't they do it again during yeah, the game? Yeah. yeah, I was watching. I'm like, another one? Oh my gosh! Yeah, that was a that, that was a great game and just great news to hear from him. I I saw the pictures that he posted on Instagram and it was just so just heartwarming to see him doing so well. Yeah, and just where we were a week ago to now, it's it's amazing stuff. What do you think of this? Did you hear about this? So less than a week after Bill Safety, Damar Hamlin, he went into cardiac arrest and needed to be resuscitated on the field. We all watched that last Monday. The Pittsburgh Steelers mimed doing CPR while celebrating a sack on Sunday. So during their win over the Cleveland Browns, Steelers linebacker Alex Highsmith sacked Deshaun Watson. While Highsmith was still lying on his back, a teammate came over and did chest compressions on him before helping him to his feet. Yeah, I saw that. I thought it was pretty tasteless. Oh my gosh, yeah. Just kind of crazy stuff happening out there. Raiders, uh, did you watch any of the Raiders game on? I guess they got moved to it was Saturday. It was the Raiders game they I, lost. I watched a little bit of it, yeah. I, I just bits and pieces. It was kind of in and out. They ended the season uh, with a record of 6-11, and 11, so their season is done. So let's talk about... How much time do we have? we got a minute. Uh, Stranger Things. The main cast from Stranger Things, they got big raises ahead of the fifth and final season. But not everyone was treated equally, so Netflix has... They created four separate pay tiers. The first tier is comprised of the adult actors. So you got Winona Ryder, uh, David Harbour, who plays Jim. They're taking in $95 million for, for season five. Now, the second... $95 million? Oh, I'm sorry, $9.5 million. I, I was like, what? Holy smokes, we got to become adult actors. Oh, my God. <laughs> that, I was just in shock. I'm like, whoa, I've never heard anyone making $95 million for one season of work. Thank you for catching that. You're like, wow. my gosh, they're paid, they're paid higher than any actors right now in Hollywood. Uh, the second tier is the main kid actors. So you have the guy that plays Dustin, Lucas, Will, Mike. They're making over $7 million this season. And then tier three is the older teen actors like Nancy, the guy who plays Steve Carrington. They're making $6 million for season five. But check this out. Millie Bobby Brown, she's on a whole different tier. They didn't re- re- reveal her salary because she's just in this own, uh, she's in her own category. She's a deal with Netflix that includes not only Stranger Things, but also the Enola Holmes movies and at least one other project. So she's she's in this whole different realm than everybody else. She might be at $95 million, She might possibly. be the way she's going. She <laughs> might be. We'll have more dirt coming up in the 7 o'clock hour. It's Mix 94.1, Mercedes in the morning. Welcome to another episode of Mercedes in the Morning, show number 1756. And now, here's your hosts, Mercedes and Jay-Z. Hey, good morning and welcome to the show. It is Monday, January 9th. Thank you guys for joining us. 
as we get things going this week. Man, a lot coming up on the show. We're going to get to that in a second, but it's good to be back. How you doing this morning? Great. I, I was having a conversation with someone on Saturday night who's in the restaurant business about uh, daylight savings time because we went to a restaurant early about 530 and it was packed. I'm like, wow, it's really crowded for 530. This is great. He was saying because it gets dark out earlier and that's why the restaurants get busier because it gets dark out earlier and people start doing dinner earlier, he was telling me. Uh, and then we started talking about daylight savings and, and that was the thing where I thought it was a permanent deal that it had passed a law this past year that once we spring forward in the spring, that's it. We're never going to have to fall back or deal with anything again. But I was literally just reading about it before the break. It hasn't become a law yet. The Senate passed it, but we still have a long ways to go. Oh, yeah. That, it's not going to happen uh, probably anytime soon. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> we had this whole conversation that it, as, as our conversation on Saturday night was that it went through and it's we don't have to worry about it again. And then Sunday morning I wake up and I'm talking to my wife about it. And it's like it's six o'clock. And I'm like, wow. So next year at this time, it's going to be seven o'clock. That's pretty dark. And try to wrap my head around that. And then this morning reading about it. No, it's not happening yet. Yeah. Sorry to sorry to break that to you. That's a bummer. I know. Hard times over here. How are you doing over there? <laughs> I'm doing well this morning. Happy to be here. Uh, coming off the weekend. It was uh, talking about it earlier. It was a good weekend. Kind of busy weekend. But uh, yeah, it was a lot of a lot of volleyball in my world. And I have a feeling it's going to be a lot of volleyball for the next few months. Um, my daughter's on this team and they have tournaments all the time. And she's traveling a lot now. Um, and we're going to be going to Arizona and Chicago and Atlanta. And, uh, like, no way. Yeah, like all these places for her her tournaments so it's gonna be a crazy 2023 as far as like travel just for her team when does all this stuff start kicking off just different yeah well it kicked off over the weekend that was like the first tournament so it's just sporadic random weekends uh for the next five five months jot this down again wait we said tucson what's that you said i want to go and run through this again tucson did I say Tucson? I, I'm sorry. I'm just asking. What'd you say? <laughs> no, Arizona. I'm oh, sorry. I, I got Tucson in the mind. <laughs> it's not in Tucson, though. Okay. It's in Phoenix. So you're going to, to Arizona? Yes. Chicago? Uh, yes. Atlanta? Yes. That's a lot of traveling, my yeah, friend. Yeah, and there might be more that I'm missing, too. Oh. I, I, don't have the, I don't have the schedule in front of me, but uh, yeah. And then there's local ones, too. And so, yeah, it's just, it's a lot, but I love watching her play. It's so much fun to watch her play. I was, we were at the tournament this weekend, and um, my husband had tickets to the Raiders game on Saturday, so... Uh, the three of us, my uh, Sophie, Matt, and I were watching the the uh, one of the games, and at one point he's like, "Well, we gotta go. The Raiders game is starting early." So then they left, and it was just me. And I'm sitting there, and I've got I'm sitting on my fold out chair, just kind of watching. And and uh, the game ends, and then they have another game right away, and they are staying on the same court. So I'm like, I'm just gonna leave my chair here. And then all these other parents from the other courts for on the new team, they start bringing their chairs over, and literally I get surrounded by the team from the other team's parents and so i'm like oh man do i want to move and i'm like it's too late it would be too obvious that i'm moving because of them so they are all setting up their chairs around me and they're talking about the you know their daughters let's go you know whatever team oh beat these girls blah 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 and i'm just like if one of these people says anything bad about my daughter's team or my daughter i'm gonna say something so i'm like listening and at one point this couple is like, come on, Brooklyn. Let's go, Brooklyn. And I'm like, who are they? And I'm just trying to figure it out. I'm like, they're like, let's go, Brooklyn. Let's go. I'm like, what the heck? 
And uh, finally, I turn and I look at them, and they're like yelling at this other girl. And I'm like, "Oh, their daughter must be Brooklyn." Oh, no, <laughs> it's just so <laughs> random that I was sitting next to them. It was hilarious. Were you? When did they, when did they realize that they had a uh, someone, a parent from the imposing team, sitting with them when you started cheering for your daughter's team? They never did because I stayed silent. Oh, the did whole you? Time. I just sat there. I would clap <laughs> if my daughter did something good, and that, so they might have figured it out then. But I never, I never said anything out loud. I was just silent, and all the parents from from my team they were on the other side <laughs> looking at you like <laughs> and i i haven't really met any of them yet so i didn't really know them so i didn't want to come up and be like hey how's it going uh, you know so i just stayed where i was by myself in the sea of the other team <laughs> <laughs> uh well i'm excited for you in brooklyn that's cool traveling yeah. around that's awesome uh, let's talk about today's show uh mercedes announced it last hour the Chicks will be at Zappos Theater, Planet Hollywood, Wednesday, May 3rd. We've got your tickets coming up with the early edition of Heads Up, which happens in about 15 minutes. We're doing Heads Up in the 8 o'clock hour. Tickets for you to go see Kevin Hart at Resorts World. And then also, starting today, 9 o'clock hour, 9.20, Weekends with Adele. Your chance to win a staycation for two. We're talking about two nights. And tickets to see Adele live at the Coliseum at Caesars Palace. You want to be here at 9.20. For the, uh, for the winning keyword that will give you at 920 for your chance to win that awesome, awesome prize. Now, up next is What's Trending. What do you got for us? Prince Harry opening up ahead of his memoir release. We're going to talk about two big interviews that aired yesterday. Also, SNL's new season is coming up, and they've announced our first couple of hosts and musical guests. And a new dating app that prevents you from getting ghosted and more. That's all coming up next in What's Trending. It was just announced this morning the Chicks will be at Zappos Theater, Planet Hollywood in May. And we've got your tickets right after What's Trending. Probably trending already. We're trending now. You do know that it's trending, right? Mercedes in the Mornings, What's Trending is on Mix 94.1. Well, Prince Harry is trending this morning. He is set to release his highly anticipated memoir called Spare Tomorrow. He's doing a lot of press right now. His interview... Um, and with ITV in the UK and 60 Minutes air in the US aired yesterday, he he didn't hold back. And uh, let's go through some of it. On ITV, he revealed that he and his brother William, they have been feuding since their mother died, but he had been trying to repair the relationship. Um, let's play that. I look forward to us being able to find peace. How I long want- has it been since you spoke? Um, oh, well, uh, it doesn't I, I don't know if this book's going to help at all. Um, I guess William and Kate were big fans of Megan before um, they met. They were fans of the show Suits. Uh, he talked a little bit about that. I had put a lot of hope in the idea that, you know, it'd be William and Kate and me and whoever. I thought that, the, you know, the four of us would, you know, bring me and William closer together. I don't think they were ever expecting me to get or to, become, uh, to get into a relationship with uh, someone like Megan, who had a very successful career. On 60 Minutes uh, with Anderson Cooper, Harry uh, talked about Camilla, and he accused Camilla of using him and William to get better press coverage. That made her dangerous because of the connections that she was forging within the British press. And with her on the way to being Queen Consort, there was going to be people or bodies left in the street. Harry says over the years, he was one of those bodies. He accuses Camilla and even his father at times of using him or William to get better tabloid coverage for themselves. 
So it's uh, it was uh, there was a lot last night, and that that's not it. He's uh, he's on Good Morning America. His interview with Michael Strahan's on Good Morning America this morning, and then he'll be on the Late Show with Stephen Colbert tomorrow night. Oh, and the book of the tenth, which is tomorrow. Yeah. And you know, more juicy stuff is going to be coming out once the book is released. Everyone, oh my! And there's already crazy stuff that's coming out. He's talked about his cocaine use, his fights with his brother, how many people he killed when he's in the service. This is going to be so interesting. Well, a lot of people are saying like, if you really want to repair this relationship why are you talking and and i thought what he said was really interesting he said he wants people to hear it directly from him i mean there's so many stories going around and this and that and rumors and 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 little seeds that get planted in the press and then the press jumps to their conclusions and this is this is the only way he can get his side of the story out so i get it but at the same time i don't i don't know that this is going to make things any easier for him at least not right now maybe down the down the road it will yeah maybe uh, it's a good point when we get everything out there's gonna be some wounds they're gonna take time to heal but maybe this will start the healing process down the road yeah so we'll (laughs) see about that and then also this morning snl is trending their 49th season kicks off on january 21st and they announced some of the hosts aubrey plaza you might recently have seen her in um What's a oh my gosh why I'm, why am I spacing I just watched it not white not wild orchid white lotus thing. white lotus okay. thank you Steph I'm like wild orchid uh, in white lotus yeah she's making her hosting debut uh, Sam Smith is tapped as musical guest on that one next up will be Michael B Jordan and musical guest little baby who's making his first appearance the episode that one airs on January 28th this is going to be the first season without Cecily Strong she announced her departure during the December 17th finale. And then finally this morning, Tame is trending. There is a new dating app that is going to weed out the players and those that ghost people. It's called Tame. And the idea is that you focus on one person at a time. So you can't have a lot of things, a lot of people, you know, that you're talking to at once, one at a time. In fact, the app won't even let you look at other profiles until you close the conversation that you're in. So there's no ghosting. If you want to continue using the app, you need to end a chat and you have to provide a reason before moving on. And once you leave a chat, you can never contact that person again. There's also no swiping to find matches. You fill out profiles and you participate in their questionnaires. People behind the app claim it's it's healthier that way. But people on social media, they've been criticizing the idea saying that it's everything from an inefficient use of time to an online prison. Tame says they're completely open to feedback. They are working with your suggestions, but the no ghosting app tame. I like that. I like the idea behind it. We'll see if it works out and that's what's trending. Here we go. Start your week off with a really cool prize. So we want caller 20 right now at 702-364-9400. That's you. You get to play heads up and check out what you're playing for. We just announced it this morning. We have two tickets to see the chicks at Zappos Theater at Planet Hollywood. They just announced their first ever exclusive Las Vegas engagement, six nights in Vegas this May. And if you're ready to go see the chicks, you just got to be caller 20 right now. You pick your category. You pick your partner. Get six answers in 60 seconds, and you will win. Caller 20 plays 702-364-9400. 
It's time for Heads Up with Mercedes in the Morning on Mix Nutty 4.1. Hey, good morning, Kim. How are you? Good morning. How are you? Really good. You're caller 20. You get to play Heads Up. Nice. All right. We've got these tickets for the just announced Chicks uh, engagement over at the Zappos Theater. Pick a category. Do you want to go with keyboard, around the world, gluten-free, police station, or pizza crust? Let's do police station. Police station. Okay. National Law Enforcement Appreciation Day is today. So thank you all the men and women out there in law enforcement. We appreciate you. These are all things that are associated with police officers. Okay. Yes. Who do you want to pick as your partner? You please. Okay. All right, Kim, 60 seconds on the clock. Get six correct. You're going to go see the chicks and you start now. This is what it's called when you hear this sound. Woo! Siren. Yes. This is um, when you get arrested, they put you in these. Cuff. Yes. Um, if they can't see in the car, they might use this to look in there. Uh, Flashlight. Yes. Um, this is, if you speed, you're going to get one of these from them. A ticket. Yes. Um, they. Uh, this differentiates who they are. They'll show you this to prove that they're a police officer. Badge. Yes. Um, when you do something bad, you go here. To jail. Yes. <laughs> oh my gosh, you are on it, Kim. You are. Are you like wide awake? Have you been awake for a while this morning? Because you were so I'm good. Just, I'm, I'm just starting my coffee right now. Oh my gosh, you're gonna have a great uh, day today. You're on it. Congratulations. Thank you, Kim. You're all set. I think you're the first person to get these tickets to go see the chicks. They'll be at Zappos Theater, Planet Hollywood in May. The tickets go on sale this Friday morning at 10 a.m. We've got them all week long for you. And actually, next hour, or 8 o'clock hour, when we do Heads Up again, tickets for you to go see Kevin Hart. It's Mix 94.1. It's Mercedes in the Morning. I saw a very famous landmark in Las Vegas over the weekend. I did not know it was famous until we were there. And my husband, he was, like, totally geeking out. He was like, do you know what this place is? And I was like... No. What is it? <laughs> he's like, this is where this was filmed. And I was like, it was? I had no idea. So Friday night, we went out to dinner with some friends, and we went to a place that I'd never been, and um, one of the couples was just like, this place is so good. We love going there. They have like an all-day happy hour. The food is amazing, and the place is called Herbs and Rye, and it's on West Sahara. Have you heard of it before? I've been there years ago, a couple oh, years ago, yeah. Uh-huh. Okay, well, it wasn't always called Herbs and Rye, um, and I remember seeing it. Wasn't it called The Venetian? Ah, uh, I think Back it's changed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was a different place. Mm-hmm. Well, I had seen it so many times just driving by, but I'd never gone in there. So we go in, and it's like... The place is jam-packed. I mean, we could barely find a parking spot. Um, And it had that very old Vegas vintage feel to it. It was just like, like it was a cool vibe in there. And my husband's like, this is where Casino was filmed. And I was like, wait, when? He goes, remember the restaurant they went to? This is it. He is totally geeking out. He's taking pictures because he loves the movie Casino. It's like, oh my gosh, I can't believe we're in here. This is the coolest thing. Have you ever gone to a place or maybe you just stumbled upon a place that you saw either in a movie or a TV show? Uh, I, I didn't realize that we were we were at a famous landmark, the, the restaurant from the movie Casino. I thought that was kind of cool. That's real cool. We went to a famous place on Friday. I'll, I'll get to that in a second, though, because I've did they advertise that when you walk inside? Because we went there. When we first went there, I, I walked inside. I had no idea 
that 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 bar that restaurant was used in casinos and advertised anymore? No, no, or just something that Matt knew. He that's just something he knew. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's so I, cool. I, there was nothing that gave any indication, at least that I I saw. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I liked the vibe. It was really cool, and and then I could see, I could kind of see, like I don't know if they changed the decor in there, but I just I did feel that vintage Vegas kind of vibe when we got in there. So yeah, I saw I saw the restaurant from the movie Casino. What's the famous place? You saw in person from a TV show, a movie, maybe a video, uh, and and let us know seven zero two three six four ninety four hundred. So on Friday night we went to a CES party through uh, Laura's. Laura's heavily involved with CES this year, and so she got invited to this party on Friday night, and we went to it, and it was in that underground house that's here in Las Vegas. I've I've, I've seen pictures before. Heard stories about it. It's a legendary home. It is completely underground. It was built in the late 70s, Cold War era, like bomb shelter underneath this home. And it is an absolute trip. You walk up to it, and it's like a regular house. It's Flamingo and Spencer is where it's located. And it looks like a regular house. And you walk in, and you go down like three flights of stairs, and you get into essence like a, like a gigantic basement. And, and looking at pictures, I, th- I, th- I thought it'd be small. It is huge. Mercedes, there's a pool underneath there. I've seen the pictures of that before. Yeah, the underground pool. And isn't there like a grotto type area? Yeah. Too? There's, oh, yeah. There's, there's an area where I guess it's, you know, it's technically like the outdoor area where there's fake grass. So if you wanted to play in this area, play ball or something, then in the center is kind of like the, the base of the home. There's a bunch of bedrooms. There's a huge kitchen. Um, there's a living room. And it's done. It's 70s decor because that's when it was built. And it's. I think believe it, it's a museum now. We can get tours of it, but also obviously rent it out for parties. And then we we kept turning corners and corners and corners. I'm like, this thing has got to end. It was huge. And then you turn the corner, and there's the pool. There's a the little grotto area, and then there is like a casita, like a little little like a second home next to the pool. It was an absolute trip. That's really cool. What's the place that you saw? Um, someone just texted. I think they um, also filmed at Piero's. Yes, I think they did. I, I and I talked to someone at Piero's. Um, that they did that, but they also did, um, this other place, apparently. Um, I, I, yeah, I don't know. I hadn't heard of that. Uh, let's talk to Danielle. Danielle, did you go to a, a famous Vegas landmark or a famous, uh, place from a movie or TV show? Yes. I'm not familiar with herbs and rye being in casino, but I know that, um, uh, the golden steer. Was it Oh no! Kidding. Oh yeah, with the with the big red booths, the red seats in the booths. Yeah, that was Golden Steer, and I've eaten there. Oh, I've been to Golden Steer too. No one told us about that one. Um, it was not called Urban and Ride, by the way, when when they filmed there. It was called something di- oh, totally yeah, different. Oh yeah, it would have been like nineteen ninety four, ninety five is when they filmed that. And I'm sure there's multiple locations throughout town where they shot that movie. Yeah, I, I'm just some people are sending me some uh, stuff that. Um, yeah, that it was called something different. I can't remember the name of what it was called, but yes, that movie was in Casino, or that restaurant was in Casino. Um, a lot of people are saying Las Vegas Country Club is where the house is that uh, that from the movie Casino, um, the Riviera. 
R.I.P. was in Casino. Yes, the Riviera. I oh, forgot about the Riviera. The Riviera as we all reminisce. <laughs> Only if we all would have went, it'd still be here right now. Oh, man, no kidding. <laughs> you, uh, Hot Three's coming up next. What do you got for us? All right, we're going to talk about the states with the longest life expectancy. Where's Nevada on this list? And what is the average life expectancy of living here in the Silver State? That is on the way. Also, speaking of living long and living happy, here is the secret. We have it to living a truly happy happy life the answer may surprise you and um technology has come a long way there is a robot lawyer and this robot lawyer is actually going to be going to court next month we're going to tell you all about it coming up next in the hot three call from mom answer it call silenced instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game that's why they make ordering from your couch easy Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odyssey podcast. Here we go. Three, two, one. It's time for the Hot 3 on Mix Nutty 4.1. There are a lot of things that contribute to our life expectancy. Health, genetics, diet and exercise, luck. (laughs) But where you live can also play a role. A new NICERX study ranked all 50 states based on their life expectancy. And the state where you will likely live the longest is... 
Hawaii, they came in number one with the longest life expectancy at 80.7 years. Now, that's about four years higher than the national average, which actually dropped for the second year in a row in 2021 to 76.4 years, mostly due to COVID. On the flip side, Mississippi came in dead last with a life expectancy of 71.9. That's nearly 10 years Holy less cow. than Hawaii. Yeah. Generally, the regions with the highest life expectancy are on the east and west coasts of the United States, and the lowest are in the south and the Midwest. So your your top three are Hawaii, Washington, and Minnesota, and your bottom three are Mississippi, West Virginia, and Louisiana. Now, as far as um, men and women, the difference also widened. Now, men in America have a, an average life expectancy of 73.5 years, while women can expect to live until age 79.3. And as for Nevada, where did we fall on the list? Well, we were not so great. Number 32 with the average life expectancy in Nevada at 76.3 years. That's just crazy about the difference between Hawaii and Mississippi, almost 10 years. Yeah, That big is a time. big time difference in stress and all those other factors that you mentioned. Man, get out of there and move to Hawaii. Dear it's, Lord. That sounds like uh, maybe just like that relaxation kind of no rush vibe really takes a lot of stress <laughs> off of true. people for sure. Um, speaking of a living life, the largest ever adult development study has found what makes people truly happy. It's out of Harvard and it is the most intensive study that they've done um, of adult development in history, tracking the lives and happiness of uh, men, uh, Boston men over 80 years and then going on to study the children of the original participants. So they found that success in life is often measured by title, salary, and recognition of achievement. And those who manage to check off some of those or even all of those desired boxes often find themselves on the other side feeling much the same as before. So this is our measurement for success, but it's not making people truly happy according to the study they say happiness is not a destination to be reached but a process which comes from good connections with other people they say good relationships both rom romantic and platonic are the strongest predictor of whether or not someone is happy they say prioritizing people and connections over wealth can lead to happiness 80 years and then the kids that's a long study they did on people right that's, there uh, that's pretty intense yeah but i mean it, it, i i agree not that you can't get happiness from wealth and and all those other things but if you have people that you're surrounded with that truly make you joyful uh, yeah of course that's gonna that's gonna make you happy happier than having you know a, a bunch of recognition on something like that's just temporary the people are are forever yeah that's a great point there's a there's a, a phrase or term called blissfully dissatisfied you can still be still be happy but want more out of life but don't be putting off i'll be happy when i get that car i'll be happy when this happens to me you can find happiness right now but still want other things in your life but don't don't put off that happiness until you get that certain thing because the happiness might not come then. Well, and I just believe that people bring more happiness than than things. I mean, and that's why I always say it's like, you know, things are just things. They're, they they could break, they could go away, you, they could be lost. But 
the people are the ones that you should really be investing in, you know? Oh, yeah, and your your motto, too, of you're more into, into experiences, which is a great thing. That's, you have these memories and experiences versus that physical thing or something. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. All right, finally this morning, add lawyer to the list of jobs that are threatened by AI because a robot lawyer is set to argue its first court case next month. The website DoNotPay.com has tools to help people fight parking tickets or get their bank to reverse things like overdraft fees. And now they say they've got an AI program that can listen in on court cases and come up with strategies in real time. They're using it to help someone fight a speeding ticket next month somewhere in the United States. They have not revealed where because it's probably illegal. Most courtrooms don't allow electronic devices that connect to the internet. So they picked one that allows for Apple AirPods to be used as hearing aids. The person fighting the ticket will have AirPods in while the robot lawyer listens in through their cell phone and tells them what to say. So the CEO of Do Not Pay says the judge will definitely not know what's going on. They're also planning to use it in another speeding ticket case soon that's happening over Zoom. That's a trip. That, that is crazy. What if it says like the wrong thing or something malfunctions? Uh, Your Honor, uh, my circuits are uh, shorting out right now. What? Oh, darn it. Now playing Olivia Rodrigo. <laughs> <laughs> why Say is my what? music playing? Uh, uh, driver's license. That's why. Because uh, I don't want you to revoke my driver's license. Oh, that is so interesting. Technology is a crazy thing right now. Sure. Uh, we've got our 7 a.m. social club. This is so cool. We'll go live from 7 a.m. to 8 a.m. the entire hour during commercials, during songs. We'll chat with you. You can watch us on Facebook and you. YouTube, and that kicks off in just about three minutes. I have a question. What on earth would you need a flamethrower for? Did you even know what a flamethrower was? I, I didn't even know what they were. And we were talking to some friends and the guy, the the husband in the couple, he bought a flamethrower last year. <laughs> That is awesome. I know what a flamethrower is, and I'm jealous of this guy. That is so cool. I guess it turned into a huge (laughs) fight. So, um, yeah, okay, if you don't know what a flamethrower is, it's like, it looks kind of like a gun that spews out fire, basically, right? Absolutely. G.I. Joe used it all the time. Weapon of choice. I would want a flamethrower. Don't give me a gun. Let me throw flames at people. So, the number, money is the number one cause of marital stress. Keep that in mind as I go here. Um, it, did you ever make a purchase that caused a fight in your relationship? And so, if so, what was it? 702-364-9400. So we were talking to a, a friend, a couple friend of ours, and he was telling us how he bought a flamethrower last week here, and it caused the biggest <laughs> fight that they've ever had in their marriage. And apparently, like, this thing was like 500 bucks, and he didn't tell his wife he was going to get it. So she's like, yeah, I'm I'm looking at our credit card statements and I see this $500 bill and it's from like a company she had never heard of. So she figures this is a fraudulent charge. So she calls the credit card company. She cancels their card. She's like fraudulent charge. Someone stole our credit card information to buy from this weird website that I've never heard of. So she's telling her husband, hey, cut up your credit card. They're sending us new credit cards because um, someone stole our credit card information. He's like, oh my gosh, on what? And she's like, I don't know. It was from this website, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, oh, that was me. And she's like, it was. And he's like, I bought a flamethrower from that website. She's like, oh, what? 
And that's where the fight started. She's like, first of all, why did you buy a flamethrower? Second of all, it's $500. Like, whoa. Have you ever gotten to a fight over a purchase? Uh, and if so, what was it? I thought, okay. And I asked that. I'm like, what was the reason? And he said, for fun. Yeah. <laughs> for fun. Now, Mercedes, as you're telling the story, I'm listening, but I'm also looking up flamethrowers. And they get expensive, too. You can get one for, I mean, a real over-the-top one for $3,500. And what do people use them for? Some people use them for weeds. I, I don't know. Yard work to burn weeds? Doesn't like sound controlled safe. burns, maybe? Yeah. There's, a, um, there's an Instagram post I saw last week where a dude is outside wintertime somewhere, and he's got his flamethrower, and he's just across his driveway, just melting the snow away with his flamethrower. And it oh, looks so man. cool. We don't get snow here like that. But Definitely that can, not the reason for that here. No, but it's also cool to say you've got a flamethrower. That's a cool purchase. Have you ever, do you guys ever fight about money or are you pretty, pretty good with that? We're pretty open. Um, the one thing that um, did ruffle some feathers was back when I bought that, um, that dirt bike, that Enduro bike during the pandemic. And it was because I didn't tell Laura that I was buying it. It just, uh, one day this, this big, this was during the lockdown, I, I purchased a, a dirt bike. It was an on-road, off-road bike. And this big truck pulled in our neighborhood. And these two dudes unloaded this gigantic crate. And Laura didn't, she didn't hear the guys coming. They put the crate in the garage. She wasn't really paying any time in the garage because of the pandemic. And it was like two days later, she's like, what's this crate in the garage? I'm like, oh, that's the motorcycle I bought. She's like, what? You bought a motorcycle? I'm like, yeah. And her thing was more about safety. She's like, do you know what you're doing on them? Are you going to take lessons? Where's your helmet? Where's this? Where's that and everything? And I got all that stuff, and I actually had some lessons and everything, but that was kind of a surprise to her. Yeah, I think I would, th that would be one of the things I would want to discuss before my husband purchased it, so I can totally understand. And yeah, it's, well, part of it is also about, like, I don't know what the cost is, but I'm guessing it wasn't cheap. So I'd be like, I don't know. I In my mind, I have like a number. Anything over that number, we need to discuss. Mm -hmm. It just, it, you don't just buy something. And that that exceeds what I think it would be in my mind. So I'd be like, wait, we don't just buy stuff like that. Like my husband and I, we get in fights about money all the time. It's it's not so much money, but it's purchases. And because I'm a saver, he's a spender. And he'll just all of a sudden have something like shoes. That's the big one mm -hmm. in our house. When he, where'd you get those shoes? Oh, I've had them. Mm. Is that why there's like a box in the recycling bin that's from Nike or? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was, that was something totally different. I, they were I, on I, sale. Oh, yeah. And so we will, we will fight about that all the time. But the one thing he has going for him is most of the time that's under the number I said in my mind. Yeah. So we don't have to discuss that purchase. So I'm thinking of lowering the number to 50 bucks. Anything over 50 <laughs> bucks, we got to discuss. What is this $52 thing you bought? It's the groceries. You didn't talk to me. Uh, your friend, too, with a flamethrower. I just I just love this. Hopefully he kept the whole thing. And then if he's having like a, you know, a barbecue or a little bonfire in the backyard. <laughs> I made a joke over the weekend because I turned on the fireplace because it was so cold, but, uh -huh. the, but the pilot light was out. I'm like, oh, I'm going to call him and see if we bring a flamethrower <laughs> over so I can light the pilot light here. Try to light your cigarette. Anyone got a light? <laughs> <laughs> now, coming up here in the dirt, Rihanna celebrates her upcoming Super Bowl performance by dropping a new line. Details in about uh, less than 10 minutes, actually.
It's time for the Daily Dirt on Mix 94.1. DeMar Hamlin had his breathing tube removed on Friday. He's speaking now. He was live tweeting during Buffalo's win over the New England Patriots on Sunday. If you missed the game, the Bills returned the opening kickoff 96 yards for a touchdown. That was the first play for the Bills since Hamlin's collapse last Monday. And then the last time the Bills returned a kickoff for a touchdown was three years and three months ago, DeMar Hamlin wears the number three on the Bills. Yeah, that was uh, just incredible to see that uh, that happen and see the photos of him and him tweeting and posting photos on Instagram. It was just, wow. It's so, so heartwarming. Someone messaged me and they're like, you should be, a, you, you, I didn't realize you were such a big Buffalo fan. And I was like, oh, I'm my. not a Buffalo fan. I'm a fan of this man surviving this. That yeah. was so scary. Uh, I'm a fan of humanity. Yeah. And, and, and hoping this guy makes a recovery and he's on the, he's on that path, which is awesome. So the Super Bowl will be held on February 12th in Glendale, Arizona. And for this year's halftime show, billionaire and pop icon Rihanna is scheduled to perform. Now, in honor of this, Rihanna has just released a football-themed line in her Savage X Fenty line. So it's titled Game Day, and the sports-themed line features an assortment of She's got 17 sporty styles, including varsity jerseys, hoodies, sweatpants, boxers, and more. The special uh, Super Bowl-inspired fashions are priced between $25 and $90. There's a store, like a Savage by Fenty. Oh, is it? Like at the Fashion Show Mall. That's like Rihanna stuff. It's like her... her, lingerie type stuff. I can't remember. I saw it. I was like, oh, that's Rihanna's stuff. Oh, that's cool. They'll yeah. probably have some of this uh, Super Bowl stuff. Maybe. So SOS by SZA is the number one album in the country for a fourth uh, fourth week uh, in a row here. SOS is the first album by a woman to spend its first four weeks at number one in a year since Adele did it with 30 back in 2021. This album is so good. I love it. On the subject of Adele, uh, you got a chance here to go see Adele with Weekends with Adele. It's your chance to win a staycation for two. And tickets to see Adele live at the Coliseum at Caesars Palace. Listen for the keyword at 920. So you want to be here at 920 for that hour's winning keyword for a chance to go see Adele. And you have nothing but great things to say about that show? It, it's like I wanted to not like it because of what happened with the rescheduling. It is so well done. It is so like stimulating from the moment you go into the moment you leave. Like just incredible. One of the best shows I've ever seen in town. It's amazing. That's a great review. Yeah. So if you want to see Adele, nine twenty. That is a huge. Not only do you see Adele, but you get two nights at Caesar's Palace. Yeah, that's so cool. That's a great staycation. The one night's awesome, but then you got to wake up and go home the next day. This is two nights, which is really cool. Last one here, Celine Dion fans. They protest uh, protested outside the Rolling Stone office in New York City. Because because she didn't make that list of the 200 best singers. Her fans are still upset over this. I think that's so funny and so cool that her friends are that, or her fans are that dedicated that they would do something like that. That's amazing. I didn't know this. Uh, other people that did not make this list: Andre Bucelli, Janet Jackson, Madonna, Cher, Nat King Cole, and Judy Garland were all excluded from the list as well.
I, I mean, obviously, it's it's all based on your personal preferences, mm-hmm. and I'm sure they had a very interesting group of people making this decision. But there are just some names that deserve to be on that. Yeah, list. the Celine one. It was just they they just messed that thing up. Now, next hour, we're doing heads up right around eight twenty five, and when you win it, you'll get tickets to go see Kevin Hart over at Resorts World. It's Mix ninety four point one. A bed, a hat, and an ambulance. Oh, I'm intrigued. I I am so intrigued. (laughs) If you've been watching this on the 7 a.m. Social Club, you are intrigued right now as well. A bed, a hat, and an ambulance were three things that triggered me last night. Um, I, I, I realized I had repressed memories about something. And when I saw these things... I I can't explain. This has never happened to me before. It was just like, and I just felt like my my heart stopped. I just couldn't breathe. I started crying, and I was telling uh, Steph and JC that uh, my eyes. I feel puffy this morning because I went to bed crying last night. So let me rewind a little bit. Um, last night we were in bed watching a TV show on Netflix called From Scratch, and this show is based on a true story, and it's about a beautiful relationship that. Uh, I, I, without giving anything away, and like I said, it's based on a true story, so you may have heard of it. Um, you know, there's some there's some sad things that happen in it. So, um, let me rewind even further back. If you're a new listener to the show, or if you haven't heard me talk about it before, my dad passed away in 2016 of brain cancer. It just came in literally like a wrecking ball into our lives. It was just um, he he. We found out, I believe, is in uh, 20. 14, he um, had radiation, he had um, surgery, and he had one really good year before it came back, and he passed away in 2016. So, f- go back to last night. We're watching this show, and there was there were those three triggers, the, a bed, a hat, and an ambulance that really just made me start crying to the point where my husband, he didn't even look at me, but he knew that they would trigger me. And the first the first item, the bed, um, there was a, I, again, I don't want to give anything away, but there's, you know, the hospital beds that recline up and mm-hmm. down and they have the, there was a, a situation where um, they needed to take one of those beds to someone's house because they're, you know, were at the end of their life and they just wanted them to be comfortable and And not, you know, there was nothing else that could be done for them. And it just reminded me of when that happened to my dad. And they just showed the bed in the in the living room. And it took me back to when we had to do that with my dad. I remember them bringing that bed and we we couldn't put it up in the bedroom because of the stairs. So we we moved everything out of the living room and put that bed in there. And I just and that's where that's where my dad spent his last days was Mm. in that bed so that triggered me the hat there's a character in the show after um going through chemo and radiation and he lost his hair and he wore this hat and it was one of those newsboy hats you know yeah my dad wore that same kind of hat when he lost his hair when he underwent radiation and just seeing that hat made me like 
oh. I couldn't breathe. I'm and, feeling the pain for you, Mercedes. I, I, and, and I'm not trying to, you know, be woe was me. It was no, just but these it are, was these crazy are things how that are, it triggered me. Yeah, it triggers things. You're not expecting to go in or maybe something because you know the concept of the show, but to see, you know, that bed and the trigger and then the hat. And I feel like there's a photo of your dad with that hat somewhere. Yeah, I have I have a photo of him wearing. Yeah, because that, that's all he wore after, you know, he lost his hair. And then the final thing was an ambulance. And um, it, when they determined that there was nothing else that they could do at the hospital, they put the the character in an ambulance and the the caregiver got in the ambulance with that person and they just drove back in the ambulance to the home. And the, the paramedic inside said, don't worry, we're driving slow, no sirens. And that was the exact thing that happened to me when we took my dad home. We went, got in the ambulance. I said I would go with him. We sat in, I sat in there while, he, you know, we're driving to, to my, my home and the paramedics said the exact same oh thing gosh. to me. He said, don't worry. We're not driving fast. No sirens. And so when that paramedic said it, I completely blocked out that memory. I forgot I was in, I drove home in an ambulance with my dad. Completely forgot. And then when that happened, all these memories came back and I'm laying there and I'm just like trying to be quiet. I'm like, and my husband goes, you all right? And I, I couldn't speak. I knew if I spoke, I would start bawling mm -hmm. and i go mm-hmm and he gets up and he looks at me it's dark in there and he can see tears streaming down my face and i was like please don't talk to me i don't want to talk right now but i was like oh my eyes are gonna be so swollen tomorrow and hence if you're on the 7 a.m social club you probably see how swollen they are right now it was uh yeah it was those three triggers the bed the hat and the ambulance that got it for me i didn't know that you had did that with your dad with that you rode back in the ambulance with him i, I didn't forgot. know that story yeah i forgot I, I, and maybe it was a way of coping with it or protecting myself but i didn't remember doing that until i saw that and when that when that paramedic said those same words in the show that the uh, then i was like oh my gosh that happened to me i felt like i was watching my life or something but is there is there a, a good thing or a bad thing like an item or is there is there something that triggers a bad or a good memory or a big moment in your life for me, it wasn't a great moment, but I was glad that I remembered those things because I had forgotten them before I saw that. And even though it was hurtful and sad, um, I was still glad I remembered it because I completely blocked it out of my mind. But it is crazy how an item like that, the, the scene, the, 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 the bed, the hat, the ambulance, it's, it's like a key in your mind that just... Uh, open yeah. this door and just like, here you go. Remember this room in your mind? Let's take a step in here and take a look and re re recall all these memories. It That's was just so crazy. I don't know if if anyone has something like that, like something like, a, you know, an item. You just see this item and it's like, whoa, I just remember that. It was bizarre. I didn't realize I was suppressing so many memories. Which is crazy like, for everyone, too. I wonder how many other, you know, I think we all have suppressed memories. And then what's that thing that's going to trigger you to yeah. open that door and like go down that rabbit hole do you have anything like that there, where it's like an item that's like oh my gosh i totally forgot about that well, it's a small little thing and it's and it's from my childhood but I, I did a car thing that revolved around a 1963 split window corvette it's a corvette old corvette that the back window there's a split between and it's very rare and my friend gene was filming it and we finished up and i said to gene just in passing i had a i'm pretty sure I had like a matchbox car like that car and he got me a little Christmas gift. He went on eBay and looked for Hot Wheel 1963 split window Corvette. And he got it. And he gave it to me. 
And it, when I opened it up, it was the exact car that I had as a kid. And I completely forgot about it. This Matchbox car, this little thing in the back where you can make the, the back rise up. And he gave it to me. And it was just kind of the same thing, thing Mercedes. Just opened this door of, like, other childhood toys and memories of playing with that car. It was the exact car that I had as a kid. And I completely just out of my mind since I was a little child. Your mom's like, finally, I get to mail this off to someone who can really use it. <laughs> She's on eBay. She's, this is crazy. Someone in Las Vegas is buying one of JC's toys. That's fine by me. That's so crazy. <laughs> yeah, it was nuts. But same thing. I, I'm holding it in my hand. It just, it took me back to as a kid, like getting that car from James Way and playing with it. It was just, it's a trick. All items can do that too. It's like a good memory that's yeah. brought back. And they can be good. They can be bad. They can be happy. They can be sad. I didn't mean to rhyme, but you know. <laughs> that's good. We should make that a shirt or something. <laughs> now, uh, next hour, 825, there's tickets for you to go see Kevin Hart. Those are yours when you when you win heads up. And up next is the hot three. What do you got for us? What is the real sweet spot for how much sleep that we need? There's an answer, and I'll tell you what that is. Also, this is going out of service because people are not using it anymore. Is this a, s- a sign of the times? We'll tell you what that is. And... Be careful on some of the GoFundMes that you donate to. A woman was just sentenced to three years behind bars for this GoFundMe scam. And wait until you hear which was. I remember when this happened and I was so tempted to donate to it and I had no idea it was a scam. We'll tell you what it was coming up next in the Hot 3. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Calling all pop culture enthusiasts. Are you obsessed with all things celebrity? Do you live for the drama, the laughs, and the unexpected moments that unfold on social media? then you're going to want to tune in to the Comments by Celebs podcast. Join us three times a week as we deep dive into every aspect of pop culture. Whether it's dissecting the latest trends or just chatting about your favorite celebs, Comments by Celebs has you covered. We have new episodes out every week. Follow and listen to Comments by Celebs on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Here we go. It's time for the Hot 3 on Mix Nutty 4.1. We've all heard that adults need at least eight hours of sleep to function at our best, but recent research says that may not be the case. A study of over 500,000 people finds that eight or nine hours is too much for those people between the ages of 38 and 72 when it comes to memory focus, and problem solving. They found the sweet spot may be seven hours for cognitive performance and good mental health. Do you get eight hour, eight to nine hours of sleep? I night? don't. No, I don't. And there was a, a, a during um, during break, we had off those three weeks when we got back from traveling. Our flight was canceled. We were up for 24 hours, probably slept four hours that night and got up the next day. So on Tuesday, it was the 27th or whatever, super, super tired. Went to bed at like seven o'clock that night. Just exhausted. Slept like 5 a.m. So that's what, almost 12 hours? 
the next day. Oh, dang. Um, and so it was, it was a long time. Maybe less than 12. Um, but it was just a long time. And it was just sluggish after that. Like, yeah, I got a lot of sleep. But I'm like, ugh. I just felt tired all day long from getting so much sleep, which seems weird. Well, it's not even um, just, it's not even how long you sleep too, but consistency is important as well. You can't just sleep like four hours one night and then 10 the next night for an average of seven hours and get the same benefits. Yeah. Um, it has to be seven hours habitually to see the results they say for every hour that you move away from seven hours you got worse um so they don't really understand why so much more sleep has such a negative effect but maybe it has something to do with that you just feel sluggish and you're not really on top of your game nine times out of ten when you go to bed and you fall asleep you go straight through without waking up uh, I, most of the time, yeah, I'll go straight through. Uh, like last night I couldn't sleep cause I was all upset. And then my husband was making weird noises all night. He kept going <laughs> like just randomly. I'm like, <laughs> and then I'd fall asleep and then I hear I'm like, what the heck are you doing over there? I finally saw that snoring pillow you talked about. It that was at CES. Yeah. So when, when you're, it's a pillow designed for when you're snoring. It's a whole machine and it, it picks up the sounds and everything. So if you're snoring, it, the pillow lifts up and pushes your head over to stop you from snoring. It's very soft. It's a comfortable pillow. It's supposed to come out by the end of the year. Only problem is, though, it's going to cost around 700 bucks. Oh, yeah. I'm not going to spend that much stick for the no, I'm gonna Stick with the nudge. Stick with the nudge. Yeah. Uh, do you remember the last time you dialed 411 or 0 to reach an operator to get directory assistance? If so, how old are you? Because starting sometime later this month, AT&T customers with digital landlines will no longer be able to dial 411 or 0. Which is not really that surprising. Two years ago, AT&T ended operator services for cell phones. Verizon, T-Mobile, and other major carriers still offer it before a fee. Operator services like 411 have been around for 100 years. So why are they ending now? Well, AT&T says nearly all of these customers have internet access to look up this information. In other words, you don't need an operator because you can just Google it. In 2021, there were fewer than 4,000 telephone operators down from a peak of 420,000 in the 70s. But there are people who still call the operator. In 2019, the FCC estimated that 71 million calls annually were placed to 411. So 411, you call, they pick up. Hi, yes, I, could you could give me the request line for Mix 94.1? And then what were they using? They had a computer on that or just a gigantic phone book? But be, so sometimes they would connect you. Oh, yes, let me connect you. Or they'd give you the phone number and you jot it down and then dial it yourself. Can you, can you uh, reveal your age by uh, something that you remember? Like, I'm calling movie phone to get the movie times years old. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Movie Phone. And you had to wait for his whole spiel. And if your movie was like one of the last ones, oh. you're just sitting there. Like, what time is this movie going to start? That I am that old that I remember calling Movie Phone. And that that guy's voice. Hello and thank you for calling Movie Phone. I am that old. Uh, wait, I am having to get a TV guide. Old, like not having TV listings. You'd get the TV guide. The TV guide. Did it, was it mailed to your house? Uh, my mom would get it at the supermarket. So you'd stop at the supermarket and she'd pick up the TV guide for that week. And then we stopped because the TV guide wasn't cheap. And we would just take whatever the TV guide that came inside the newspaper, the Sunday paper. Oh. Uh, you'd get, open up the newspaper and there was the TV guide. And then remember, it, it finally popped up on cable TV. But it was like the movie phone. It was rotating. So if you want to see what was on ABC, you turn on the TV guide channel. You sit there and watch. Like, okay, ABC listings, there they are. It would tell you what's coming up on 
ABC. That's uh, luckily now you can just go to the channel or you can just scroll through. Oh my you gosh, don't have yeah. to wait for them to to reveal itself. Uh, this text just came in. It says, "Oh, I must be older. I am looking in the mo- looking in the newspaper for the movie Times Years Old." I, you know what? I think that was similar to the same time. I, I think we remember that, right? Yeah, that was, that was, yeah, that was a bit. That's through the 90s and stuff. They still have it in the newspaper, pop up in the paper, see the listings and everything. In some theaters, I think, maybe it was just an advertising thing, would have bigger presence than other theaters. Yeah, for sure. This one says, I registered for college classes on the phone, years old. <laughs> I, I think I, no, I think mine was online when I was at UNLV. And then at, when I, before, I'm trying to remember. How he registered. I remember. Because I had an email address. Oh, you did? Yeah. I remember. I had a .edu address at, in, in Colorado. CU.edu. Uh, but I don't remember how he registered. I felt like at UNLV, it was uh, in person and also phone. I remember. And this was mid-90s. I remember jumping on the phone and it would be like based on your last name or something when you could try to register for a class and you dial up and punch in, I think, the class code. And it would tell you like accepted or full. And then if it's full, you try to get on a waiting list. It was a whole thing. I don't, yeah, I don't remember that one. This one says, I'm that old that I remember making emergency breakthroughs on the phone or call 118 for the time. <laughs> okay, first of all, 118, I totally forgot about that. I wonder if that still works. Um, the, second of all, emergency breakthroughs. If you don't know what that is, it's like when you'd call a number and the number was busy because they didn't have call waiting and you do an emergency breakthrough so you could like find out, like get them off the phone or like, I, I totally remember that. How did that work? You'd call the operator and I, say, I, I need to do an emergency do breakthrough to someone's number and then it was automatically, I'd be talking to like a friend of mine. Yeah, Tom, you want to get a beer tonight? All of a sudden you're jumped in like, hey, JC, it's Mercedes. Like, how'd you get on my phone line? I don't know how that worked. I, 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 that wasn't, I, that was not something that I did, but I remember hearing about that. I'm not sure if you want to specify how that worked. Um, this one says, I am looking for jobs in the newspaper old. <laughs> in the help wanted the classifieds yes, and everything. The classifieds. Um, this one says, I'm so old, I learned to tell time on a sundial. Wow. That's impressive. <laughs> that is very impressive. Good for you. Did you have call waiting eventually? Yeah. That was always like a trip too, like call waiting. Oh, I'm getting another call. Hold on one second. Hello. Oh, that was like the coolest thing. It's like, sorry. And it would make a clicking. Yeah. So that you knew for sure. Like now I don't think my call waiting makes a noise for the person on the other end. Oh, a landline. We got rid of ours years ago, but we might be getting a landline. Even on your cell phone. Oh, yeah. It just it gives me a beep beep, but I don't think the other person can hear it. Can't tell, yeah. yeah. Either way, I'm not picking it up. Yeah, either. <laughs> Deny. Uh, <laughs> Who talks on the phone? Remember, I am uh, old enough to remember talking on the phone. Yeah, remember that? Oh, that that brings up a, another topic we should get to at some point, talking on the phone. <laughs> oh, yeah, I think there's some oh, etiquette man. that we all need to follow when it comes to phone conversations. A fine, or actually, Ta- Tammy wants to school us on emergency breakthroughs. Hi, Tammy. Hi. Can you explain explain that for us? Okay, so yeah, if you would call a friend and it would be busy, you could call the operator and say, I need to make an emergency breakthrough. It's really an emergency. And even if it wasn't, they would break through. (laughs) And so would would you get to talk or would the operator get... Get to talk. The operator would, and then they would break through. And, and what would they? <laughs> if I'm t- not mistaken. It was a long time ago. But... but what would they say? Would they be like, "Tammy is trying to reach you," or "Hey, you need to get off yeah, the phone"? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, they'd say we have an emergency breakthrough from Tammy. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's so funny. I wish we could still do that. Oh, that's just, that's just talking about triggering something. We had that at the end that I worked at. 
if uh, if, some, if a guest was on, I could see they were on the phone. Like Mercedes, you're sitting in room 215, and you're, and you're on the phone. I could see that. And if someone's calling to be connected, I would say, oh, the line is busy. And there were a couple of times where someone's wife or husband, and like, can you please interrupt it? It's emergency. And I would do that. So if you're in the room on the phone, all of a sudden, I would like pop in. I'm like, hello? Like, who's this? I'm like, uh, this is JC at the front desk, Mr. Smith. You could jump in? Yes. Uh, your wife is on the, uh, the other line. She says it's an emergency. Oh, oh, man. As he's talking to his mistress or something. Yeah, exactly. You don't know what they're doing. <laughs> um, finally, this morning, a New Jersey woman who pleaded guilty to helping her boyfriend spread a feel-good story about a homeless veteran that garnered more than $400,000 in online donations has been sentenced to three years in prison on state theft charges. You might remember this story. Uh, Caitlin McClure, she um, she and her then-boyfriend, Mark D'Amico, they came up with this Good Samaritan story back in November of 2017, and they claimed that this homeless veteran named Johnny Bobbitt Jr. had given his last $20 to Caitlin when her car ran out of gas on the um, inter- interstate exit ramp. I remember this story. This It happened in Philadelphia. So they did TV interviews, newspaper interviews. They got donations that were allegedly to help the the veteran, Bobbitt, through this GoFundMe campaign, and they named it Paying It Forward. Well, prosecutors say that this campaign raised more than $400,000 from about 14,000 donors in in a month, and at the time was the largest fraud um, perpetrated through the crowdfunding platform. They started to investigate after Bobbitt sued the couple, and he said they never gave him the money. They eventually determined that all the money was spent by March of 2018, and they spent the money on a recreational vehicle, a BMW, trips to Las Vegas, trips to New Jersey. They pleaded guilty in December of 2019, and um, he was sentenced to five years in state prison. Um, and now she is uh, three years in prison for that one. I totally remember that, too. I forgot about it. You brought it up looking at the photos and everything. Yeah, from Philly, too. I know. That's uh, awful. That's terrible. That Oh, yeah, we're doing this GoFundMe. And then the guy's like, uh, any chance I'm going to get that money? <laughs> uh, where's my money? Yeah, exactly. They took a trip to Vegas. I get it. They took a trip to New Jersey. Oof. <laughs> Someone paid them to do that one. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I love New Jersey. I grew up in that area. New Jersey's wonderful. It's a wonderful state. Uh, coming up here this hour, 815. Actually, I'm sorry, 825. Those tickets for you to go see Kevin Hart. We just got a text here on our text line at 702-364-9400 that says, FYI, the freeway 95 East, it's bumper to bumper all the way from Valley View, passing Charleston, all the way down there. Be safe. Thanks for the heads up. We uh, probably get um, some traffic reports from Mitch and find out what's going on down there, but uh, some bumper to bumper there, 95 East. Be patient. Everyone's in it together. Hold off on that road rage. Do you feel like road rage is on the rise here in Las Vegas or just in general? Um, I mean, I... I feel like people are just so quick to get angry yes. in any situation, whether it be on the road or otherwise. Why have? What do you think? I witnessed some uh, road rage. I think it's a lot of displaced anger from some people taking it on other people on the road. But it was Saturday, and I'm driving downtown. I'm on Summerlin Parkway, uh, going south on Summerlin Parkway. And it's that area where once you uh, go underneath Durango, approaching Buffalo, the, the Durango on-ramp hits the Buffalo off-ramp. So Summerlin Parkway becomes, in essence, three lanes in that in that stretch right there. And I'm in, the, I get in essence, I'm, I'm in the middle lane, and uh, this, like, Subaru Outback on my right kind of comes whizzing by and slides in in front of me. Like, cool, no big deal. And then all of a sudden, out of the blue, this big blue truck, it's like a Dodge Ram, 
super lifted truck from my left going flying down to the left of me and he cuts in front of the Subaru and then it's just like it's like a smoke machine all this black smoke comes out of the back of the truck and I'm thinking dude there's something wrong with your exhaust I don't know what's going on and we all drive through like the black smoke the Subaru gets off on Buffalo and the truck like like keeps on hauling so I'm telling a buddy of mine to see downtown after this what happened and he's like, dude, that's a thing. I'm like, what's a thing? He's like, those big trucks, they're diesel trucks. It's called rolling coal. I'm like, what the heck is rolling coal? He's like, they have switches inside. It's a thing for these, some of these people have these big trucks. They hit these switches, and it does something to the exhaust where it literally becomes this black smoke screen that comes out of the back of their car. Um, that, that, that's a, There's like a button for that? There's or? like a switch or something inside, and I, I'm pretty sure it's illegal because the emissions were awful. But to have those things, but it's a switch or something hit inside the truck, and all of a sudden your diesel truck—it's just—it's not clear exhaust. It's just this Mercedes. It was like a a smoke machine. That's how much exhaust was. Coming so out that's on purpose to yes. get get people back behind you. It's yeah. It's a, it's a call. My buddy says it's a thing called rolling coal. There's certain trucks that that we can do it. We could have had it all rolling in the coal. <laughs> we should I've make a song about that. these. Neither did I. I didn't know it was a. Th- I had no idea that, that was a thing. It's like yeah, these people they put in their trucks and. It's their way of, you know, setting a signal or if you're mad at someone to hit this thing and all of a sudden the smoke just comes out of their exhaust. Let me see here. I think we have some audio from that. Um, rolling in the cold. I think we got a, a hit on our hands. I think so. A I, Subaru that cut me off. I showed them. Have you been a victim of road rage or are you one of those people that you admit it's like you get easily annoyed? I get easily annoyed, but I'm pretty tame out there. I, there's not a lot that I do. I did honk um, the horn, but Matt gets so mad. He'll be driving and then someone will do something and I go over and I honk the horn. He's like, oh. I can do it. <laughs> so I did that the other day for something. What was it? I can't remember. I think someone cut us off and I reached over and I honked the horn and he looked at me. He's like, I can do that. I was like, I'm oh, sorry. I was just like, you can't do that. That's a no, no. You can't do that. The passenger, like that. the passenger cannot reach over because Matt is whoever's driving the car. If you're, if you're driving Matt, whoever's driving is the one that deems whatever happened is horn worthy or not. Cause maybe in Matt's eye, whatever happened, it's not worth a horn honk. Well, and you know what else that I do that I know really annoys him as far as being like a backseat driver is um, when he drives, he he drives very fast and it makes me nervous sometimes. So I'll like grip on to the door handle really tight and I don't say anything. I'm not like, oh, I just grip onto it. And I always see him look out of the corner of his eye. He's like, we're fine. We're fine. And I'm like, oh, no, we're not fine. I get so nervous. He hates when I grab onto the door handle. Does he ever react by slowing down dramatically? Because Laura's the same way. I, I, I have a heavy foot. We all know that. And there'll be times we're on a road trip and I'm driving fast and she'll see the speed and she'll make a comment. Like, you're doing so fast. And then I'll just automatically drop it down like 65. Is this better? I can do 65. Uh, he doesn't do that, but he, he breaks quick, like and then I start moving forward and that's when I grab on because I get really nervous. But are you are you a road raider? Do you get mad at people easily and do you do things? Do you purposely like cut them off or anything? Who, me? Yeah. No, no, I'm not a road rager and, and I'm not a horner either. It's just, yeah, it's, it's not worth it because you never know how the other person is going to react. Uh, you next thing you know, they're rolling coal on you or yeah. they're, they're coming after you or something. So I am the complete opposite. Someone cuts me off I, you know, it, it's bound to happen. I've probably done this home before, not paying attention. So I don't. I try to be the complete opposite of a road rager. I don't know 
if I talked about this on the air. I think I did, uh, where this guy uh, like snuck in in front of me, and uh, I see his window roll down, and I'm like, oh, no. And he puts his hands out, and it's a peace sign. I was like, oh, peace, peace, peace to you, too. Yeah. It was just really cool. nice. I was like, nice peace sign. I thought you were going to flip me off. Awesome. <laughs> Here's the motto. Give two fingers instead of one. Yes. Make it a peace, <laughs> not the other two one. Two is always better than one. <laughs> uh, there's lots coming up, including those tickets for you to go see Kevin Hart. That's in about 10 minutes. And then next hour, 920, weekends with Adele. Your chance to win a staycation for two and tickets to see Adele live at the Coliseum at Caesars Palace. It's about damn time. We got tickets for you to go see Kevin Hart, and that's coming up here in just about five minutes. Those tickets are yours when you win Heads Up. I know, I know we're going to talk about something completely different, but I just saw it on TV. Did you see that Megan movie this weekend? I saw all the previews and everything else for it, but I, I didn't see the movie. That that, that doll? chick scares me. That Megan freaks me out. I did not even see the movie this weekend. Was it as bad as it looks? Like, and bad meaning, like, just scary. Because it did very well in the box office. I think it was only beat by Avatar, but it made, like, $30 million. And I just saw her walking into their house. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, that is just terrifying. Did you see the football game that they did, uh, like, a, within the past couple weeks at the halftime? I think it was the Rams game. They they brought in like 50 Megans to, no. to the movie. They had the same. Uh, Megan is like an um, artificial intelligence, like robot thing. And um, she kills people. That's Megan. And so they had like these 50 girls dressed like Megan, like walk out at halftime. And people were like, what? It's Megan. That is just that terrifying chilly? to me. I was talking to our promotions director in the in the break room just now when I went in to get some water. And and uh, he saw Megan this weekend. And I was like, what'd you think? And he's like, oh, it, he was like, it was good. I mean, it wasn't as scary as I thought it would be. But it was, you know, it was still kind of creepy. I was just like, that chick scares me. I don't know what it is about her, but I'm terrified of her. 80s reference. But if, if anyone remembers the show Small Wonder about the family that wanted a daughter, they didn't have one, so they made a robot daughter. It's that, but she kills people. Yeah, she's not sweet and doing uh, crazy <laughs> things in an 80s sitcom. Um, so earlier this morning, we were talking about phone etiquette. What What is your take on this? So I have a, a girlfriend, and I told her I was going to talk about this on the air. And she's it, It's, a, it's a, a joke between us. She loves to talk on the phone, like actually speak. She says that you just hear you, you hear the emotion in the voice. And I do understand what she's talking about. She's very she's very much about connection. And that's why she's one of my good friends. And I appreciate her because she always wants to like hear my voice, you know, know what's going on. And she's like, I just can't get that from a text. So I it really is appreciated. But she will call me like randomly with no heads up. So I'll be just like doing something and the phone was ringing and I'm like, ah, <laughs> like who's calling me? And I told her, I go, you need to give me a heads up when you're going to call me. She's like, what do you mean? I go, you, you need to text before you call. And she's like, text you say, I'm about to call you right now. And I was like, yes. And she's like, why? Like that way I can just prepare myself mentally. Uh, make sure I'm in a nice quiet spot make sure that there's no interruptions. I, I like I like a heads up. And she's like, well, then I should just continue texting you. I'm like, no, you, you send a text before the call to let you know that the call is coming. What, what, do, what do you think? Do you do you think you should give a heads up before calling someone? How funny is that? We're now into giving because I'm, I'm right there with you. I'm the same way. But if you think about it, it's like we want people to give us a heads up before they call us. Because back <laughs> in the day, you would just call someone. Now it's like things have just changed so I much. I know. But I'm the same way. I got one friend. That's Larry. He calls me all the time. 
and never a heads up. I don't know what he's calling about. Sometimes I do based on a conversation we had early in the day at the salon or something. But I always pick up. I'm like, hey, what's going on? If I can't talk, I was like, dude, I'm about to eat dinner. Call you later. And I'll call him back. But outside of that, I want the warning. A message from a friend. Hey, give me a call when you got a second. Or do you got a second? I want to chat about this. I want the heads up. And I do that. I give the heads up as well. Yeah, I, I like the heads up. And then especially if you're going to FaceTime the person. Oh, that's like, a guess. I, I need a heads up that you're about to FaceTime me because I want to make sure I've, I've got, you know, my background. I, I don't need to make it nice, but I got to make sure that you're not seeing all my junky stuff in the background or if my house is dirty. I want to make sure that I'm in a good place for it and, and not in the I've been at the grocery store and someone tries to FaceTime me. I'm like, I'm not going to answer. Mm-hmm. I'm in the grocery store, but, you know, just Give me a heads up. Someone just texted, says, I'm not going to give a heads up before the call. You don't have to answer if you're not available. That's weird. Um, the whole call is the warning. Uh, otherwise, it's a visit. Oh, man. Can you imagine if they just showed up? Oh, uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh-uh. not going to happen. The, uh, the FaceTime, too, because when, when Laura travels, we'll FaceTime at night, and and, she's, and then that's never a heads up. That's just always, it rings, I pick up, um, shirtless or something. I'm like, hey, you know, I got my nighttime oils and lotions on. I'm like, hey, what's going on, honey? Um, but there'll be times where she'll do it, and I'll pick up shirtless. I'm like, hey. She's like, look, I'm with Susan. I'm like, oh, my gosh, you have to give a warning. If you're going to FaceTime like a loved one and you have someone with you, too. Yeah, that's that's very important. Whenever like I FaceTime with my daughter when she's at school, she sends a text first. She's like, one FT. And I said, give me five minutes. And then I go somewhere. So I'm ready. And I'm like, OK, ready. And then she'll call. Yeah. Or something like uh-huh. that. Derek, you're totally against all of this. What is your what's your uh, thoughts? So I hate texting. And I always call my best friend, and we talk for like an hour. But if but he's a texter, so if uh, if I call him and he's like, "Hey, I can't talk," he'll just text me instead of answering. Oh, that's that's good too. Yeah, I guess you could just text him back. Like, I'm not going to pick up. I'm busy. I I can't do that. Steph, what are you? Do, I I think JC, you and I are in the minority on this one. I think most people think it's weird that we'd like a text heads up. <laughs> what about that? No, I need a text. I do not like it when people just straight up call me. Not saying I don't like it. It's just it's nice when I get the warning. My friend does this all the time and he'll call me and I'll just purposely ignore him I'm just like oh Justin's calling me eh I'll call him when I want sometimes I never call him back <laughs> oh poor Justin now he knows the secret's <laughs> out the geek is up we all have, we all have one friend that's the caller you oh, got the yeah. caller friend. I got the caller friend. Steph has the caller friend. We should uh, introduce them so they can call each yeah. other. <laughs> Leave us out of it. Hey, hey, Larry, call Mercedes' friend. Mercedes' friend, call Larry. You guys yeah. should chat all night. Uh, you guys can call. No warnings. It'll be great. You just FaceTime away and call away. You text us before you call us. Um, speaking of calling, we want caller 20 right now at 702-364-9400. You're caller 20. You get to play heads up, and we got a great prize for you. We have two tickets to see Kevin Hart at Resorts World on Friday, March 17th. Your tickets right now, just be caller 20. You pick your category, you pick your partner, and if you get six answers in 60 seconds, you're going to win. Caller 20, you're playing 702-364-9400. It's time for Heads Up with Mercedes in the Morning on Mix 94.1. Hi, Monique. Hi, good morning, Mercedes. Good morning, you're caller 20. You get to play Heads Up. We've got Kevin Hart tickets. Have you ever seen Kevin Hart before? 
I have not. I hear he's fantastic in a stand-up. I've never seen him either, but here is your chance right now. Pick a category. Do you want to go with fat-free milk, hot tea, electric shock, bubble bath, or redheads? Well, I'm a redhead. So you got to go with the redhead. Well, Thursday is your day because it is International Kiss a Ginger Day on Thursday. Ooh. So these are all nice. celebrities that have red hair, okay? Okay. Okay, you got this. All you got to do is get six and 60 seconds. Who do you want to pick as your partner? You know, it's a new year. Come on, JC. Let's do this. All right. I love it. All right, Monique, here we go. 60 seconds on the clock. You get six correct. You go see Kevin Hart, and we start now. He's a a singer and um, uh, Shape of You. Yes, that's correct. Um, He has a new book coming out. He is William's brother. Uh, Harry. Yes. Uh, I'll skip this next one. Uh, She was married to Tom Cruise, and now she's with Keith Urban. Nicole Kidman. Yes. She was in Mean Girls. Um, Let's. Lindsay Lohan. Yes. Uh, He performs here in town. He is a prop comic. Care top. Yes. This guy is the flying tomato, a famous snowboarder in the Olympics. Oh, oh, Sean White. Yeah! Wait, oh, wait, oh, wait, wait. Oh, oops, sorry, sorry, sorry. Oh, my God, I just hit everything. Oh, my gosh. I got it, I got it, I got it. Oh, my God. Wait, one, two, three, four, five. Wait, that's five? Six. Steph said it's six. The official judge said six. Oh, my God, I'm so sorry. This is what happens. This is what happens when I'm running the controls. I'm like, I can't. I can't run the controls and count at the same time. So I was like, wait a second. You got it, you got it. Sorry for the temporary heart attack there, but yes, you are going to see Kevin Hart at Resorts World on March 17th. Nice job. Thank you so much. Thank you, Minnie. Hold on one second. We'll have these tickets to go see Kevin Hart again tomorrow morning in the 6 o'clock hour and then next hour. Check this out. Weekends with Adele. Your chance to win a staycation for two and tickets to see Adele live at the Coliseum at Caesars Palace. You want to be here at 920 for that. Super Bowl headliner right there, Rihanna, and really looking forward to that performance. A lot of people talking like, who's she going to bring on? You know there's going to be surprises. No word on that yet, but we do know she is definitely bringing her three-month-old baby um, with headphones to enjoy the festivities. Uh, I got a new game for us. I feel like we might might work out some of the kinks as we do this game. Oh, boy. Okay. Uh, It's it's the kind that we've never played before that we're going to make up as we go along. Exactly. Gotcha. And we've done this before, but I don't think we've done it like a game thing. We're playing with each other. This is the song association game. Song association game. So... I guess Elle Magazine does a thing with, with people, with celebrities and everything, where they give them a word, and the, the certain celebrity has to guess what song you're going to think of pertaining to that word. Oh, okay. Like this, like song triggers? Yes, exactly. So they, okay. they did one with Bert and Ernie. So here's an example. <laughs> this was just released last week. Uh, the, the word was fun. So they had to figure out, like Bert had to figure out what song Ernie was going to think of when the word with the word fun. And this is what that sounds like. Fun. Fun, fun, fun. Oh, are you thinking what I'm thinking? And she'll have fun, 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 fun till her daddy, daddy takes, takes the big bird away. Oh. Big bird? It's T-Bird, Ernie. Okay. So see where we're going with this? I was definitely not thinking of that song. I was thinking of a completely different song on fun. 
I was thinking, tonight, we are your... By the band Fun. By Fun. By Fun. <laughs> it still works, okay? Okay, okay, okay. Okay, so I, I have a list of the words that Bert and Ernie did, and I'm going to do them with us, okay? Okay. So, so the first word is, so I'm going to give the word, and I have to think of the song that you are thinking of. Oh, so should I write it down? Yeah, we okay. write it down, right? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Write it down, Steph, right? So we'll do this? Yeah, okay, okay. Um, so the, the first word is day. And immediately I think you're going to go with... It was a good day. Oh, no. What? No. Today was a good day? Yeah. You would think that if if you're not really like, if you're just going surface level, but if you go deep and you know that I like to appease people around me, you would see that my answer is beautiful day oh, by you too. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, wow. It's a beautiful day. Dun, dun. Steph, so, you, you have the words. Why don't you assign the words to us? So, I'm oh. not, so, so, you'll, so, you, I, so the next one, the next word, Mercedes, you have to think of a song that I'm going to be thinking of when Steph gives me my word. Okay. Okay. All right. The word that we think that JC is going to think of is dream. I think he says dream on by Aerosmith. Dream on. Dream on. Are we correct? We are not correct. Oh, wow. The first one that came to my I need a second to think about it, too. But the first one that came to my mind was Cranberry's Dreams. Oh, wow. Yeah, I went there. Yeah. Not, not what I expected oh, from you. Okay. We're not very good at this. We're warming up. It's a new game. We're warming okay. up. Okay, Steph. All right, zero points. Yeah. Okay, next word that we think Mercedes is going to think of a song when she hears the word home. Home. Okay, let me think. You here. just go with the first thing that pops okay. in your mind. Mercedes, let us know when you're ready. I got it. Okay. I, I, I'm writing it down. <laughs> Mercedes is going to think of... Um, I, oh, I forget. Who's the guy? Didn't the guy from American Idol have a song called Home? Home. My heart is thinking... That's Simon and Garfunkel. You're not going Simon and Garfunkel. Uh, I forget the guy's name, but one of the kids from American Idol had a song called Home, and that's what you're thinking of. Philip Phillips? Yes, that's what you're thinking of. No, I wrote down Sweet Home Alabama. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> Zero. We're awful at this. We're together. We're awful. Okay, give another one here. Okay, a word that we think the first thing that JC will think of when he hears the word C S E E C. Um. Okay. Let us know when you're ready, JC. Yeah. Yeah. I got it. When you're ready. I'm. I'm writing a song. What do you have? If you could only see oh! how much she loves you, by Tonic. Uh, I had. If, if, uh, I think it's Foreigner. I could see you smile. Oh my gosh! I don't. Even... It's like an eighties ballad. I think it's Foreigner. If I could see you smile. You mean when when I see when you I smile? see you smile? Yeah, that's what that's I was thinking. that's by um, Bad English. Okay, I was thinking yeah. Bad English. When I see you smile. Oh dang! Okay. Oh, we're okay, striking I out. I have faith in this next word. Okay. Mercedes is going to think of this song when she hears the word time. Time. Mercedes, got it. You got it? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You got locked in? Yep. Mercedes went with Cindy Lauper time after time. <sighs> that is correct. Yes! Time after time. Oh, man. That was... Uh... 
That was not what I thought it would be. Bert and Ernie are better than us. <laughs> She'll have fun, fun, fun till the daddy takes a T-bird away. <laughs> Very dated songs from Bert and Ernie, but then again, we went with Sweet Home Alabama yeah. and Bad English. From me. I never pick rock stuff. That's crazy. <laughs> we have to polish that one up, but that's the uh, song. I like that. That was fun. Yeah, we see that we work out the kinks on that one. We have more words to go through if we want to do it later in the week. <laughs> now, up next, we do have the hot three. What do you got for us? All right. Uh, how are you feeling about this year? Do you think this this year is going to be better than last year? We're going to talk about the results of a new poll. Also, it might be healthier for you to eat foods in a specific order. We'll explain why and a lot of people lying on those resumes out there. What are the top things we lie about? We're going to talk about all that coming up next in the Hot 3. Here we go. Three, two. It's time for the Hot 3 on Mix Nutty 4.1. More Americans say things in the country are going better than they did at the start of 2022. That's according to some new research. A survey of U.S. adults finds that most people's assessment of the country are slightly better than they were last year. And they, it reveals that Americans feel very positive and optimistic about uh, things this year. That includes the fight against COVID, uh, which is a big change from last year. Uh, people are about as hopeful as they are scared right now, 47% to 49%. Americans are less optimistic about things like the stock market, the economy, extreme weather and climate, and peace and stability in the world. When asked how their families are doing financially now compared to a year ago, 43% of people say they're worse off, 42% say they're about the same, while 15% um, feel better uh off now and uh they say that uh as for how respondents feel about things in the u.s over the next year it's about an even mix of hopeful and scared with much fewer people feeling angry and a few even feeling excited i'm excited about the new year i have hope and i think um i put a lot on this on the whole demar hamlin situation that that happened that was the first football game of the new year that was what january 2nd well one of the first football games of the year what a, what a tragic thing to happen in front of everyone watching and look how things have turned around uh this is turning to such a positive story i, I feel like that's that's what the year's gonna be like a lot of positivity coming out in 2023 yeah i feel the same way like it's only january 9th and already there's been like so many positive things not just you know like for me personally and then also like with it like you mentioned in the, in the world like I, th- I feel like really really optimistic about this year yeah. I feel like it's going to be a good and usually I don't like odd number years usually I'm all about the even numbers but uh, I feel so much different about this year for some reason. It's going to be a solid year. Yeah. It's good. Also, this morning, this sounds weird, but there's some real science behind it. You don't want your blood sugar to spike too much too often, especially if you have type 2 diabetes. But a 2015 study found one thing that helps is eating your foods in a specific order. And this is this is coming back. A lot of people are abiding by this now. The most important part is eating starchy or sugary stuff last. They say that eating that stuff last makes your body digest the sugar more gradually so it doesn't get into your bloodstream right away. The study found it can reduce blood sugar spikes by 75%. So here is the order you're supposed to go in. You're supposed to eat vegetables and other high-fiber foods first. Fats and proteins are next. And finish with simple carbohydrates or anything with lots of sugar in it. Um, 
it's going crazy on TikTok. And one TikToker recently tested it out and it worked. He ate the exact same meal two days in a row. Broccoli, avocado, tuna, and rice. And that's the correct order you should eat them in. When he did it the opposite way, his blood sugar spiked twice as much. So vegetables, then you go with your fats and proteins, and then finish with your simple carbohydrates. Is that how you eat? Do you, would you, do you eat one specific thing first? And, whether, and it can be in any order, but do you eat, if you have a steak, mashed potatoes, and some asparagus, do you eat the asparagus first? Then the meat and then the mashed potatoes last, or do you hodgepodge it all together? I, I would probably start with the steak in that situation. Um, but as far as like eating um, certain things, I saw, I don't know if it's the same TikTok guy. Let me see here. No, it's a different one. So there's this other guy I saw on TikTok, and he was saying how if you eat a lot of fiber before your meal, um, it, it prevents you from absorbing a lot of the... Um, fats and sugars in whatever you're eating. So he did this test and he literally, he like, he, he put a, he took a glass of Metamucil, like he, he drank that. And then he showed how like the Metamucil, it, it, it coats your food, whatever you eat, it kind of creates a coat. So things don't really absorb and they just kind of slide on out of you. If that makes any sense. You're still digesting it though. Yeah. But yeah. it doesn't have the chance to absorb so you're not getting the fats um, and, you know, the sugars from things. It's like a protective coating that just sends it right out. So if I'm going to eat some French fries, have some Metamucil beforehand, Before, and eat the like fries, hold it. I'll get the taste going in, but I won't have the bad after effects of eating French fries. Yes, that's what that's according to him. That's what I saw. He was showing how it happened and how, like, it turns into, like, this slimy substance that coats your food. Yeah. And it just sends it right out. Not to get gross, but how does it come out then? Is it still, like, digest or you're, like, whole oh, french fries coming out? I don't out. know. He didn't show that part on the TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I didn't. I, I just kind of took his word for it. <laughs> I want the follow-up TikTok. Yeah. <laughs> uh, finally, this morning, they say everyone lies on their resume, at least just a little. But is that really true? Well... Far from it, according to this, someone polled Americans and only 12% of people say they've knowingly lied on a resume before. That's only around one in eight people. 12% say they have, 3% say they prefer not to answer. So if you count those people, it's 15%. But 71% say they have definitely never lied on a resume. People who've lied were also asked what they've lied about while applying for a job. And number one is making it look like you're more interested in the job than you really are. It was voted as the most acceptable thing to lie about. The five most common things we lie about are how interested you are in the job, your experience, your past jobs, your previous job titles and your interests or hobbies, which you might list at the bottom of your resume. Lying about your education and criminal history both barely miss the top five, which is very concerning. <laughs> Leave off that uh, rest you had and then let me know you graduated from UNLV. Exactly. Did you lie on anything in your past? No. I um, I mean, I haven't had to put together a resume in, in, in a few years, so I <laughs> luckily, but I was helping my daughter with hers the other day. Like, she's had a resume and she's applying for some internships and she's like hey can you take a look at my resume and uh, I was very impressed because she um, changed the font and the color of her resumes to match the company's colors and fonts that they use 
So it's something like I never would have thought of. So this one company, they, she found out what specific font they use on their website. So she changed all of her stuff to their font. She looked at their colors. She, she used those colors in her resume. I was like, that is so, so smart. Like I never would have thought of that. And she put her being on this show on her. It's not a lie. (laughs) It's not a lie. It's not. Was this, you say which daughter it was? Sophie. Sophie, yeah. yeah Brooklyn's not sitting out here. <laughs> I don't know. She's still Listen, in middle kid, school. Okay, yeah, she's middle school playing with all the girls on the volleyball team. I, this kid's yeah, very advanced. Yeah, Brooklyn does not have a She wants an yet. internship this summer. But but Sophie, yeah, so she she put being on the show and some of the features she would do with us. Not a lie, like truth, yeah. No, totally not a lie. I, I was like, look at you. Good for you. You know, that's all true. You, you, we've got people to back you up on that. Hundred. Well, there's audio, too. we got audio yeah. to back her up. And I'm looking at, like, at the Mix 94.1 logo and the font that we use. And if someone, like gave us an application and it had that font there'd be something about it that i might not pick up on it right away but it would be familiar and welcoming to me yeah so you might be more inclined to read it because of that i don't know if i just give away a big secret i maybe shouldn't have said that i really changed fonts (laughs) sophie's like no that was my secret (laughs) we need to talk about this weekends with adele this is your chance coming up here in the nine o'clock hour to win a staycation for two and tickets to see Adele live at the Coliseum at Caesars Palace. This is big. Yeah, you just want to be listening next hour for, or actually it's this hour yeah. now, you, for the key word. When, you, when we tell you what that key word is, you want to go to our website, mix941.fm, and enter that keyword for your chance to win this amazing experience. Tickets to see Adele live at the Coliseum at Caesars Palace, along with a two-night stay. All of that is coming up in just a few minutes. It's Mix 94.1. We got that chance for you to win a staycation for two and tickets to see Adele live at the Coliseum at Caesars Palace coming up here in just about six minutes. But now it is time for you to be the judge. Is this person a jerk or are they justified? If you ever have a scenario, you can shoot us an email. We'll talk about it. We'll see if this is a jerk or justified issue. And you can do that through our website at Mix941.fm. This one came in. It says, hi, Mercedes, JC, and Steph. Happy New Year. Here's a problem I'm facing. Like millions of people this time of year, my wife is on a kick where she said she really wants to lose about 30 pounds. I was fully supportive till she said she wanted to buy a Peloton. They're over $2,000. If you really want to make a lifestyle change, your success does not depend on a piece of fancy equipment. I think she's been hypnotized by those endless commercials featuring some young, hard-bodied girl spinning and sweating in the night in some beautiful high-rise apartment overlooking the city. My wife will be in a guest bedroom staring at a wall. I fully encourage her enthusiasm to get moving again, but I don't want to pay over $2,000 for something that will probably end up being a coat rack. Am I a jerk for saying no to this purchase, or do you think it's justified? Do we bite the bullet and charge the Peloton to our card? He gave his name, but he said, please leave my name out if you read it on air. That we can do. Absolutely. What do you guys think? Is this person being, I almost said the name. <laughs> I'm looking, like, I'm looking at it. Right I'm there. like, what? Um, is this person being a jerk or are they completely justified? Should he just say, no, we're not buying a Peloton. It's not happening. I will say um, in defense, 
I believe they're they're like fifteen hundred dollars now. I mean, it's still expensive. Don't get me wrong, but I think if you want like the high end one with all the bells and whistles, yeah, it's over two thousand. But I believe that you can get one for like between twelve and fifteen hundred dollars now. And I would suggest going on Facebook Marketplace because they have a ton of them that people are selling, and they're just lightly used, gently used. So that might be another. Uh, idea for you. Uh, what do you think? Uh, I think that's a great idea about finding them cheaper. You have to buy it brand new. I didn't realize that. Yeah, Facebook Marketplace. But I don't think you're being a jerk by questioning the cost of something. $2,000, so let's say it's $1,500. She wants a new one. That, that That's a lot of money. Can you afford it or not afford it? It's a question you have to have with your wife. But but I think this needs to kind of, you need to handle this in a certain way. Don't discourage her from wanting to get in shape and losing 30 pounds. That's fantastic. Maybe there's a, a cheaper solution. Is there a cheaper exercise bike or some kind of a class that you might want to go to. You start off with those those baby steps, getting back into it, and then once you she's fully committed and, and wants to take it to the next level, that's maybe when you buy that expensive Peloton. But, but I don't see there's an issue with wanting to start your fitness journey in a cheaper manner. There's certainly cheaper ways to do it. You can join LVAC. I think there's, it's free to join right now. So I, I think there's a different way to start the journey for sure, but don't be a jerk about it by, no, we're not going to do it. It's, it's all how you handle it, I think. Brent, good morning. What do you think? I think he's justified. That's a lot of money, and she hasn't proven that she's going to be committed. I think you should get a, a membership, one-year membership to a gym and see if she's committed, and then if she's committed, then think about a Peloton at home. How much is a uh, one-year membership to the gym? I think LVAC I is... I think it's $25 a month. Yeah, and I think LVAC is like 20 or 25 I think, a month. And then I think, I think is Planet Fitness a little bit cheap on the... On the cheaper range too so yeah it's it's lvac is at least 20 bucks that's it yeah that's definitely a cheaper way to go thanks for calling brent uh let's talk to nicole nicole what do you think um i think they should look into nordic track because it's a similar place to peloton and whistles for a lower price and you can finance it oh and i believe you can finance a peloton too i'm not don't quote me on that but yes uh there's other brands out there not just peloton you can look at looking at our uh responses here sarah says not a jerk that's a big purchase and if she doesn't stay consistent then it's money down the drain but if she is always consistent go for it sit her down and tell her how you feel good luck i hope your wife and you figure this out crystal says why don't you use it too that way both of you are in shape i'm calling jerk on this one uh this this one says uh, Lee, from Lee, I think they're too expensive. Don't you have to pay to subscribe to the different trainers and programs too? No, it's um, it's a 40, I believe it's $40 a month flat fee. That There's a subscription that's with it. So it's, it's not over once you buy the bike. You have to pay for the subscription. That's a nice little heads up. And then once you, can you use it though without subscribing? Which it's just yeah. an exercise bike. Is no, what it is yeah, you can, um, you can do your own workouts on there. Um, my daughter, she uses ours and she doesn't even take the classes. She does her own playlist and she does her own like programming on it. And yeah, she does her own thing. Um, this one from Jennifer says, at least they have good resale value just in case it's not her jam. Uh, Nicole says, 
a lot of money, yes. But what is her schedule like? Do you have kids? Does she work? If you have kids, what are their ages? And do they do extra activities? Is she easily able to sneak off to the gym at designated times for classes? There's a lot that goes into saying whether you're a jerk or justified here. Sometimes you just can't get to the gym. And maybe she's not comfortable. So much more than jerk and justified. That is a great point, though, too. Yeah, she only has free time, though. Between 7.30 and 8 every night because everything else is going on with kids working and everything else. Yeah, that's hard to get to that gym. So an at-home solution might be the road to go down. I bought I bought mine during the pandemic when I could not go to the gym. Mm-hmm. I needed something. And so that's when I bought mine. And I still use it. I just used it yesterday. I use it all the time. And it's more than just a bike. You can take boot camp classes. You can take uh, yoga classes. You can do strength training. Um, there's even like guided meditation that you can do. So there's a lot that's available. But it, if she's one of those people that is wishy-washy then maybe not but i use it both my kids use it and my husband he just wrote it yesterday too so we're all using it so so. it could be a family affair yeah all right we gotta wrap it up Mercedes in the mornings. What's trending is on Mix 94.1. Okay, Prince Harry is trending this morning. So his new book called Spare, it's coming out tomorrow. And he's been doing a lot of press right now. He did an interview with ITV in the UK and 60 Minutes in the US yesterday. He did not hold back. On ITV, he taught, he revealed that he and his brother William have been feuding since their mother died but he had really been trying to repair that relationship uh here's what he had to say about that i had put a lot of hope in the idea that you know it'd be william and kate and me and whoever i thought that the, you know the four of us would you know bring me and william closer together i don't think they were ever expecting me to get or to become uh, to get into a relationship with uh, someone like megan who had a very successful career yeah, and on 60 Minutes, uh, Harry, he accused Camila, uh, uh, not Camila, Camilla, <laughs> I'm thinking of Camila Cabello, uh, Camilla of using him and William to get better press coverage. He also says he looks forward to a relationship with his brother in the future. As for why he is doing all these interviews, he says instead of planting stories in the press, he wants people to hear it directly from him. You know, the family motto is never complain, never explain, but it's just a motto. And it doesn't really hold. There's a lot of complaining and a lot of explaining. And private being done in through leaks. Through leaks. What's the family motto again? What do you say? You know, the family motto is never complain, never explain. But never it's just a motto. Complain, never explain. That is our family <laughs> motto. Have you ever uh, not gotten along or had issues with your sister's boyfriends? Um, I have not. I the only boyfriend of my sister I had ever met was now her husband. She never introduced me to any of her boyfriends before. He was the first one that got to meet the family. So no I, I didn't. I didn't know. And she didn't. In her defense, she didn't have that many. I think she only had two prior to that. But I never met them. Ah, I'm the, I'm the same way. Just uh, timeline and everything. Me moving to Las Vegas. My sister moved to North Carolina for a while. Uh, I met two, and, and one was now her husband, Chris. But I remember there was one night I was living in Las Vegas. I went back east. I was meeting up with my sister, and she was dating some guy. And we're all, I was at the bar for the first time with my sister. And I'll never forget it because we're having some drinks, and I'm, I'm having a drink with my sister. And my buddy's there. And her, her, boy, her then boyfriend, this guy, like slid in between the two of us. 
Like he thought I was some dude like hitting on her. Oh god! He gosh. slid in, and I'm like, "Excuse me, you don't he, see the resemblance like, here, buddy." Uh, and he's like, "Yeah." And then my sister, my sister's like, "This is JC, my brother's like, oh hey." And I'm like, "Okay, loser." But what I mean, don't you? Weren't you kind of like, "Well, that's nice. He's protecting her." I, the way no, he was like a, the way he slid in and stuff. It was just it was weird. It, it like popped like he really. It was a jealousy pop into my mind. He was like sliding in. I'm like, okay, uh, it's cool that you're protective of my sister, but you're a little bit overprotective. A little overzealous yeah, on that one. That yeah. jerk was out. He, he's out, and then Chris <laughs> is in. Um, also this morning, SNL is trending. Their 49th uh, season kicks off on January 21st. Aubrey Plaza is going to be making her hosting debut. You might know her from White Lotus recently. Uh, Sam Smith is tapped as musical guest that week. Uh, next up is going to be Michael B. Jordan and musical guest Lil Baby, who is making his first appearance. That episode airs on January 28th. This is going to be the first season without Cecily Strong. She actually announced her departure during the December 17th episode. And finally, Tame is trending. There is a new dating app, and it's going to weed out all the players and those that ghost people. It's called Tame. And the idea is that you focus on one person at a time. In fact, the app's not going to let you look at any other profiles until you close the conversation that you're in. So there's no ghosting if you want to continue using the app. You have to end a chat and you have to provide a reason for before moving on. And once you leave that chat, you can never contact the person again. There's also no swiping. So to find matches, you're going to fill out profiles and participate in questionnaires. The people behind the app claim it's healthier that way. But people on social media, they've been criticizing this idea. They say that it's Everything from an inefficient use of time to an online prison. The team says they're completely open to the feedback and working with your suggestions. And that is what's trending. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Calling all pop culture enthusiasts. Are you obsessed with all things celebrity? Do you live for the drama, the laughs, and the unexpected moments that unfold on social media? then you're going to want to tune in to the Comments by Celebs podcast. Join us three times a week as we deep dive into every aspect of pop culture. Whether it's dissecting the latest trends or just chatting about your favorite celebs, Comments by Celebs has you covered. We have new episodes out every week. Follow and listen to Comments by Celebs on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. 